Are you introing? Are you introing? Are you introing? <laughs> Are you introing? Okay, here's the deal. I'm in Vancouver. Joey's in Kamloops. We're we're talking over the phone, and we're about to watch Wacky Mode at the same time over the internet, and then record it, and then everyone can listen to it. Um, I have to dedicate this episode to Sam from Dirtbox, because he was the one who messaged me with this idea. Nice. Um, if, if it goes well, and if people enjoy it, because I, I think more people should do this with their videos. Like, um, people like Oh God! Like, if you could hear a commentary from Pat Lennon, about oh yeah, job, yeah, yeah, or a Sean T commentary, even like Brandon Negretti, like if he did commentaries for all of his old videos that you could play at the same time, you know? Yeah, it's really interesting. I remember listening to a commentary with um, Kevin Smith and whatever the other guy's name is, uh, Bill and Silent. What is it? Bill and Silent, Silent Bob? Bob. Bill and Silent Bob. Or is it... And Silent Bob. Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. Yeah, they were talking about their movie. They did, like, a, a commentary about it, and it was really interesting to listen to. I find that, um, that this is just me. I don't like Jay. talking to... Sorry, 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 sorry. I said Bill and Silent Bob. Jay. <laughs> it's Jay. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. This is coming from the person that, um, <laughs> how you call the glove compartment. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, like, dyslexic sometimes. It's so amazing to think of, like, if you call a glove compartment a glove department, it seems like there's a lot of business and, like, fax machines, desks, like, going on in the glove department. Anyway, um, okay, so I have a beer. I have a beer and an extra beer. Nice. Yerba mate and water. Um... What do you have? I have a beer. My new beer of choice is Caribou Pale Ale. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good, and it's only nine fifty for a six-pack. That's pretty good. Yeah. Hogard and Lacey just got it from the liquor store, so... Nice. Hogarden. Pretty good. That's a good name. I very often. I wish, I wish I had a whole garden in my house. Hogarden. Where, where I just grew hoes. Light. A whole garden? Just, like, tons, tons of hoes coming out of the dirt. I want a whole garden. <laughs> whole garden. Yeah. Whole garden. Something <laughs> I'm tripping on here. Um, oh, you want to say anything about this video before we start it? Do you want to intro? Any, I might have a couple things to say before we start it. Um, what do you want to say about this? Uh, what do I want to I just want to... What I really want to say isn't really about this video. It's just about t this year, 2012. It's just, there's, there is actually something that's going to go down in this year. This is an exciting year. I can feel it. There's something, there's, there's just something really crazy about this year. And I don't know what it is yet, but I know that, I know that crazy things are going to happen in 2012. Crazy things happened in 2011, but I feel like it's, it's um, ramped up a little bit more. Every, yeah, everything feels like so much more psychedelic and it's like, it's, it's traveling so much faster in 2012. Everything is just, it's coming to, to the pinhead that much faster. Yeah. 
and yeah, there really is something awesome about this year. I, I just, one thing that I'm so frustrated about is I can't keep up with um, all the stuff that I want to put out in the world. Oh my god! I just have to really go like one thing at a time. Yeah, they're good. Doing these podcasts are good because it's like it's just a couple hours. Yeah, a day, and you can release something and and share it, and uh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was bad. It was, um, it was so dark at the end. Yeah. How he's, he's fucked up by fame. Yeah. He was like a little child at the end. Yeah. But in that sense, it, like, it was a really bad quote-unquote podcast, but it was really good in that way that it really showed, it was dark. And it showed something really honest and, and really crazy that they none of them even intended to show. Yeah. Like, and that's what's so brilliant about the podcast format is that things that things like that come out, like honesty, you know, like honest things that if you were to edit and to like manipulate it for a certain purpose, it wouldn't have the same effect. Like, and everyone got really. I think like when everyone gets really drunk and it's it just doesn't work. Yeah. Did you ever listen to that uh fuck I can't I can't remember his name but he he works for Vice magazine and he goes oh, yeah. and, and he tries oh, all the different Hamilton, drugs. Hamilton yeah, Hamilton. Did you listen to that one? <laughs> yeah, his voice is amazing. <laughs> and how he just like didn't talk for really long stretches yeah. of time. Yeah. <laughs> the Joe Rogan one's really good because like usually someone of that high of a like that big of a public figure their show would be more structured and people probably think like oh I'm going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast like it's going to be really focused and it's going to be all about me cuz I'm the guest. Yeah. But it's really just like a totally a conversation like he, it's not like he prepares some kind of interview like he doesn't he doesn't give a shit who you are like it's just a conversation. So you can, you can like, you, you can take part in it or you can, like if it seems like some of the guests, like it's almost like they expect to be just like catered to and just like ask question after question, but then they don't get asked the question. So they just sit there in silence and like Joe Rogan and Brian just talk the whole time. Yeah. That's it's amazing. it's and, really um, interesting. Joe Rogan's really good at lightning. Like even if it's a bigger, Yeah. Person. Yeah, he'll fuck with them. But it's <laughs> so like, good. It's level, I don't know how he he's so good at delivering jokes that he doesn't offend the people. Yeah. At least I don't think so. But well, probably a lot of people do get offended. They just like it's it's almost it's lame to express uh, being offended, <laughs> like on a show. People will keep their cool generally. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get better at not being offended. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, but, like, swinging back to the, like, um, the, the day and age that we live in, like, um, I was just li listening to, uh, Terrence McKenna lecture, 
and he was talking about how I think he was talking in like the 90s and he was talking about 2012. He was talking about the year 2012. Yeah. And he was talking about how life will be really stressful in that time. It is. It is. It's very stressful to have so much capability and 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 <laughs> it's it's like there's so much that you want to do. And there's so much that we're capable of that it's, like, really overwhelming. Um, I think, like, the secret in all that is to really relish in the, in the, like, in the madness of it and the busyness of it. And to really enjoy that because it's easy to swing to the negative side. But lately I, I feel like I've been, like, really stoked that there's so much going on. Almost, and it can be a bad thing, like almost to the point where I felt so stimulated and excited about everything that was going on that I felt like I was going to physically just like explode or like get really sick and start puking. Like that's how excited I was about everything that was going on. And I was, I was actually like, okay, I need to slow down and be less excited because I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get physically sick because I'm so like inspired by everything oh fuck it's so hard I, you gotta journal or not journal but i find writing shit down every day and trying to organize some of it and then trying to figure out what what ideas and what things have the most value at the moment and staying in the moment and you know uh what you treat everything like it's your first project <laughs> who said that that was uh, so Maybe you would know better than me. Uh, I don't know. I think that's what it's from, but I always remember that. So, that's good. Like it's your first project. Yep. It, good advice. I, I was surprised. Um, we'll have to do a, a note on where the commentary actually starts, but I really liked what Kevin Yee said about the shock video that they actually had no idea what they wanted it to be and they just filmed a whole bunch. I thought that's why that video turned out so good. Yep. It's good it it's good to approach things and not know exactly where you want to take it. You just have a feeling, right? And you just push you push that feeling wherever you want to push it and then the feeling changes and and evolves, but I I look at that as a limitation, like knowing exactly what you want to do from the get-go is almost like okay, you're just going to be limited by that concept in your head the whole time. I think it's better just to have a very loose kind of framework that you're just working within and, and just letting whatever is going to happen, happen. Hey, that's a good segue because, um, wacky mode, that was the seed of the idea, which I, I, I talked about it on, on a podcast where I phoned you and I was at a bookstore Yeah. and, um, you already kind of were talking about how you just wanted to do more skating around, like just yep. skating, right? Yep. Yeah, the, the like rolling around. Yeah, the edit that we did before we started filming for this was the uh, the skate park edit where, where we both had the red K twos. Oh, yeah, and and yeah. every everything that I wanted to do at the skate park was lines. Yeah. So yeah. And there was uh, some of your like coolest tricks was and some of the coolest parts and where you were just kind of cruising. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite 
favorite thing still in that edit is where you come up the quarter pipe and you do like a triple shuffle, and then you come out. Yeah, and then do the abstract 540. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, I love that too. So, um, usually how I think of edits for the listeners out there, anytime we make edits, like the K2 ones or whatever, the gang store edit from what I remember, um, they always act as kind of like transition points between videos where there's kind of like a new direction happening, which sounds so funny because it sounds like you're a band. <laughs> Yeah, we're exploring a new direction. <laughs> but that's not really, that. that's just traditionally how it's turned out. Yeah. That making edits always act as, yeah, transition point. So, um, wacky mode was what we, was it the first thing that we made, like, after those edits? I don't know. I just know that we wanted to film, all we had, the idea was to film skating long distances and doing lots of tricks, but not really doing anything specific, wasn't that kind of, like just covering a lot of ground, wasn't that kind of the idea? Yeah, and, and then little rules developed while we were doing it. I think we wanted to do everything, we didn't want to do things over and over and perfect them, we just wanted to do them once, and then, once. and then move on. Yeah, and then if you fell, you had to keep going, which happened a couple times. Yeah. So, um, and a couple of times we broke the rule and we would we would do s stuff again, but typically everything in the video was like the first time that you did it. Yeah. You would just okay, so you would do you it. Want to start it. Sure. So you're you've got it queued up. Are you on zero exactly? Oh shit! I'm on two. Here, let me put it back to zero. Okay, it's on zero. So. Okay. Six, seven, eight. Okay, so um, I thought this, this is Leon starting it out, and uh, I think you'll see when Mushroom Blading 5 comes out, that, that's a perfect... Um, all of the Mushroom Bladings are designed to uh, go into each other, so talk a little bit about this day, Todd. So this was at Pop Contest, and uh, it was in Penticton, um, and of course all the, like a whole bunch of Canadians were at this park. Uh, man, I really just don't feel pop contest like I used to in the way that, I don't know, like this is actually while the contest is going on. Um, yeah. Do you think, um, do you think anybody was mad at you about this? I don't know, maybe. No, I think just the fact that you come and hang out. Yeah. It, it's, pop contest has always been, like, uh, very loose and open anyway, so. Yeah, so, I hate any, I hate any kind of, like, forcing you to. for a really long time. That line? Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty long line. That's Dean. Yeah. Who, uh, he's in the original How to Be Unpopular. He's guzzling a 40 when Todd does, like, the. 180, I think, off of the ramp. Um, I remember I hadn't been skating that much and I was still getting used to these skates and I just thought everything that I was doing was so terrible, but I <laughs> I liked that idea. I was kind of interested in it. It started to, I started to feel out how the video was going to be. 
Oh, yeah. Man, that was incredible. That was, like, one of the better ones that I've done. Like, sterilized where you just don't move your body at all. Yeah. Look really cool. But they're super hard, too, because you're going to see one of the worst sterilized ever <laughs> later on in this video. Oh, I do Remember some pretty bad steroids. Well, you can't really do them in Caltex, too. I know. I would just get, like, caught up on the on the plastic when I was going down the stairs and just stick. What do you call... Is that a stick man? Like a stiffy 360? What is that called? Yeah, I guess a stick man 360 would be a good name for it. That's exactly what it is. Trying to, like, keep your legs, like, totally pointed at the ground. Yeah, the uh, it it grew on me. Um, I guess it, it. Remember how we always like hated that uh, Colorado Battle My Crew section song. <laughs> it was like a acoustic, acoustic guitar, and yeah. and we always hated on it. And that was like kind of the vibe I got at first when uh, when watching it. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I could but at the same time, like, when I, when I really don't like something that you make, which is really rare, like, I'll say it, like, there was that one section that you made for Mushroom Blading 2 that I was like, no, it's just no good. Oh, God, it had really bad piano or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, oh, God, that was so bad. No, that, that's important, though. Yeah. But this was the kind of, like, not liking where it was like, I, I didn't like it, but at the same time, I was like, I, I could see the, the vision in it. Yeah. So so I believed in it. Awesome. Yeah, and, and that transition. Yeah, and then seeing that gay park to the city. Oh, oh man. yeah, it makes it that much more powerful. Uh, I was editing that section, and then I I picked the song, and then that transition hit, and that's where I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have to edit this video like over the next three days. <laughs> <laughs> man. Like, Holy shit. And, uh, the first moments of filming this were terrifying. That, this is where we decided to start doing transitions, hey? Where we started to do transitions? Like, where you spun at the end of that, so I'm like, I said I was going to spin. Yeah, see, the fucked up thing about that was we never really actually had a conversation about that. I think, like, you just started to, um, you started to want to do the transitions, but I didn't really, I didn't really know that we were doing that. Yeah. And I, like, I didn't really get it, like, at first. Like, it's an awesome idea, and eventually I caught on and then and then started to do it, but then, but at this point, we were, that wasn't really clear. The yeah. whole, like, starting where you so stop. Bad. Like, we literally had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Like, that was just, we filmed that once. Yeah. Just did. Yeah. All of this like, stuff was just... Filmed once. Oh my god, those stoner, the stoners on the steps there were oh my so god. cynical and so stoned. Like, yeah. classic Vancouver. Yeah. I think this like, this session was really one of the most awkward sessions. Oh, it's so awkward. You can tell, like, you have to break on through, you know? Yeah. I'm a big fan of that transition because when I kick my legs out, you kick your legs out. Something yeah. about transitions, like the body movements match up. That was brilliant, by the way. <laughs> you just spun around <laughs> and then sat back down. Yeah. Then got back up, and you can tell like you're making eye contact with that lady. <laughs> just, there's all, so many people like walking around. Oh yeah. This is 
it to my Uncle Bill, but yeah, crazy, like someone who I hadn't seen in years, who was just kind of secretly watching us skate, and like, that would have been really bizarre skating to watch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really bizarre. Are we both in uh, Hockey Rocker for this video? I really like this trick. Yeah, That's I love so that. Good. Um, yep. So we were both, we both had 60s in the middle and 57s on the outside? Well, my, my wheels just naturally um, wear to that, just because I do so many heel and toe rolls and stuff. Like, the middle wheels always end up being bigger than the, the outside ones. Oh, yeah, that, that means you have, like, proper weight transfer and that um, they become more like a blade of an ice skate. I love the transition into this part. This is where it's the jazz song now. And I almost landed on that uh, that bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so much. Even if like the skating that we do in this video is we don't like we're doing things one take. There's always so much that happens in the background of skating some of these places. That dude's juggling in the yep. background of that shot. Yep. And like weaving through all the people and everything. Oh. Yeah. This is my. This is. Definitely my favorite video that we've done. Yeah, I think it's, well, for me, it's between this one and Mushroom Bling, too, but they're so yeah. different from each other. They're, like, completely different styles. This is, like, more of a of a skate video, and then Mushroom Bling, too, is more of, like, I wanted to experiment with making, like, more of a film or movie or, like, experience. Yeah, and Mushroom, mushroom Bling, too, is way more calm. Yeah. Like it's, we're we're like kind of isolated from the world, whereas this one, we're like like you said, skating through crowds and amidst a busy busy city and stuff. That fucking transition turned out really good. <laughs> this is probably like more than anything I've ever put out there. This is probably like the most awkward stuff. I've like I just had no idea what I was doing here, like. No idea, and this is where the how embarrassing to be human. Yeah. And there's something about this shot and that quote and the song, and it's just that magic moment where it all melts together, and then the world of the video like becomes something else right here. Yeah. Definitely. It was definitely one of those things that I yeah I felt really weird while I was filming it, but I had faith that it would somehow turn out really good but it was like really weird to film it yeah oh like so, it, that, like i said before you oh that shot too yeah that guy's how awesome and how small i look and that's just how it kind of feels in the city but then you're big and she's i don't know this part for me this is where like i'm editing it and i'm i get like cinematically aroused that shot too fuck Oh, and then and then uh, I took forever to choose a song, and then boom, like when you land, and it's the um, sunny day in glass. This is where like it kicks up even more the video for me. This is your idea, right? The lying down. <laughs> yeah, lie down in the middle of the line. <laughs> like nobody does that in the city. Just lie down on the on the dirty cement where there could be loogies or crack needles. <laughs> actually, it looks quite clean. It does, yeah. 
But still, like, no one would lie down on the street. Lying down on the street is a really, a really freak thing to do. I just have to let my cat out. Okay. She's gonna, she's crying. I'll let you out. I thought it was really cool how Todd did fakey one foot, just out of nowhere. And then I'm not sure if this was his idea to lie down again, but um, I knew that I, I was going to be lying down this next part. I love just people, you can lie down and people just walk by, like yeah. cameras so far away. Yeah. People just walk by, like in the city you can get away with doing so much weird stuff. Yeah, you can do anything. It might be, someone might like be like, are you okay? But in the city, it's like, oh, yeah, they're a fucking crazy person yeah. lying down. Uh, that's cool, man, the step on back torque, and then here it is. I, there's not a lot of slow motion in this video, but I had to slow this down. I had to zoom in. Let's just soak this in right here. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Slow-mo and zoom in. But it's so crazy what you did. Holy shit. (laughs) I thought uh, after the fact that if we would have actually filmed this video in Rex Skates, it would have been a lot better. (laughs) Like, uh, not better, but uh, we would have been able to execute some things a little bit smoother. Yeah, it almost would have been more fitting. Like, this almost should have been the power blading video. I know. Because there's so much skating, just just skating around, and a lot of steroids, and just... Yeah, because up to this point, we've actually, we haven't used an H-block for anything, have we? You did that back torque. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did that lead to? <laughs> I remember after that, after we filmed that, I was like, step on back torque, <laughs> step on ungrab back torque, that's what you decide to do? <laughs> It's weird sometimes the shit that you just like, tr- just instinctually do. Like, oh, there's a little curve. I'll just do a back torque. <laughs> oh, the first thing here, oh, with the page and that, the thing that you did there was so good. This. This is where it starts to get really weird. Yeah, this uh, this section at the at this spot was really fun. Um, like you can't. It just keeps the camera just keeps like swirling around. <laughs> And uh, there's not as much um, distraction in the background. And I thought it was really interesting, like, this thing, this is a stage, right? Yep. Yeah, there's something about, oh, that's so cool. There's something about, like, every time you go out on skates, no matter what, you're performing in some way. Oh, yeah. And so... That's what aggressive inline is all about, is performing. (laughs) It's a performance. Um, This was your idea to bring and uh, yep. they turned out to be fantastic for this. There's something about the cones in this spot that made some magic. And yeah. this is where we really started to do the transitions as well. Yeah. I love the sound of the cones, like, getting kicked by the skates, that hollow plastic sound. It's really nice. And there was a lot of props, like, lying around this spot. There was the newspaper and the key. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and of course, the cones. We utilize. Oh no, the needle. People must be like, oh fuck, they're at this spot again. Again. <laughs> watch the video. Yeah. Just always go back to this spot. It's just two steps. This this spot's super fun. But it's got little mini ramps and then the fat rails, and yep. you can't get kicked out. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about um, in Vancouver, like spots.
like a decent amount of weird stuff to skate and you can't get kicked out like yeah. you need that time to start oh that's are no good you need that time to start developing something exactly you can just hang out and not worry about someone coming and kicking you out and you don't have to worry like this spot's pretty deserted like no one's gonna come hang out here cause there's like shit and needles everywhere so yeah. you, you don't have to like skating in a busy place is really hard yeah yeah Isolated places are amazing. About the start. Both of those places that we skated in and we weren't skating that great were busy. I don't know. Yeah. It's like so much lot. harder, yeah, when it's busy. None of this stuff was planned at all. This is all... Everything that people have seen has been one take. Yep. We just kept filming. Yeah. Like, pretty much just passing the camera back and forth. Like, I got an idea. Usually, if you do something, I'll get an idea. And then I'll do something. Yeah. And the next Good thing idea. is based upon the last thing. Oh, the sound here you were talking about. Hey. Yeah, I love the sound of the the cones hitting the pavement. And then you just throw a really nice 720. <laughs> I think that's so funny. That's like a commentary on modern street skating. Isn't the forward 720 hot right now in modern street skating? Isn't the what? The forward 720 is pretty hot right now in modern street skating, it's, isn't it? Oh, when Colin Kelso, or when Sean Kelso does them? Oh, or John or John Bellino. Yeah. The forward seven is pretty hot right now. It's always been a staple of your skating. <laughs> Someone has said before that you've ha- you have the most perfect seven twenties ever. I know, I just wish I could I could I wish I could bust that extra one eighty and do a nine, but the... hey, I sent you that. Did you get that piece of footage that I sent you? I did. It's also, but it's also the head turn. Like, if you look at the way, like, my, you know how Ryan Jacklone said, keep your head spinning? Oh, yeah. Or, or bye-bye. You locked it up. The way I do my sevens, for the last, like, I do a 540, and then for the last 180, I don't spin it with my head. I turn my body. Like, if you look, when I land 720s, I'm actually looking back. It's really Really? fucked up. Like, and that's why I just can't do nines, because my head just stops turning at a certain point. Oh, you do a couple really six seven twenties for that, for Mushroom Blading Volume 5 out of that bank. Oh yeah, the that's mute one. The people will see soon. This, like, yeah. this section that we were just watching, technically it could have, uh, like, in some <laughs> world it may have dragged on, but I like sometimes playing with that idea of something dragging on. I don't know why. Depending on the video, I'll let things stay for longer. Yeah. Because by the time it changes, it's that much more special. When it, oh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. So, she looks at your skates something. Then, did you ask, oh, did she offer you a chip? <laughs> no, I just, I asked if I could have a chip. Because I thought that would just be really funny. <laughs> that was one of those moments, like, I was randomly filming her come out of the station. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly can't believe that you, like, you were filming the girl. I didn't know you were filming the girl, 
I was just getting up onto the ledge, and then I saw that she had chips, and I thought it'd be funny to ask her for a chip. It's really awesome that, that you were filming her, and then I asked for a chip. And I, I, say, I always say, like, film gods are with you. They're, like, watching you and wanting you to have a good day. Of course but they're with you. A mouse after I filmed the girl, that girl wanted me to save that mouse. Man. <laughs> the amount of really awesome things that happened this day. Yeah. <laughs> like, looking back on it. You got to this spot, and you were pretty much done, hey? Yeah, I was su- super okay. tired. I was done. And uh, I decided to get this one thing, and I didn't. I started playing around on the ledge, and then uh, I just said, yeah, film this one thing. And uh, this is one of my favorite moments of the day. I, like, oh, shit. Mad switch-ups. Oh, shit. <laughs> Five. Yeah. Like, I want to maybe start exploring that a little bit more, because if you were sliding down, like, a big rail and kicked it a bunch of times, why yeah. don't you do stuff like that? That'd be sick. <laughs> and, uh, Honestly, in my head, I just didn't want to jump on that rail. <laughs> oh, so I didn't. And now, oh. <laughs> Breakfast the next day. Pretty sore at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carlio always adds a shake into the equation, and digestion time is quite a while. Yeah. But if you get a lot of energy, like, you don't have to eat. Yeah, it's good. She'll, like, uh, she'll give you lots of food in the morning. After the, like, the second or third spot. Yeah. Four days? Wait. Is this the last day? Holy shit, this is the last day of this video. What? This, like this day? Doesn't the video end on this day? Yeah. Holy fuck. So this whole video was two days. There's uh, 20 minutes left in the video. And it's all this day. That's crazy! Holy shit! Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that when the, that this was like a concept video. It's, it wasn't. It wasn't trying to like make the first mushroom blading where we filmed over a longer period of time. Even that, we didn't film for a super long period of time. But a lot longer than this. Oh, way longer. Yeah. Where, um, even even mushroom blading. Even mushroom blading like, too. Holy shit. What? Yeah, I I never, I guess, I never, like, noticed that this was the last day of the video. It feels like more than that. I know, that's, um, I tried to put that in the Vimeo description. Like, yeah. I tried to say the video was filmed in six and a half or seven days. This is the first two and a half days. Yeah. So part two is, I think, three days or something like that. Yeah. Part, yeah, part three, I think. Or no, part three is four days. So part one is, yeah, two, two and a half days. This is, for this <laughs> day, I remember it was really hard to get going at, at this place, and this is where it started to so click. That one was sick. What's the name of that trick where you, where you roll under a rail? I don't know. We have to name that one because it's really sick. I actually had an 
idea for um, a video or a series of videos where it's like uh, trick tips. Yeah, where we name all the but tricks. We don't do regular tricks. We do tricks like that, and we get to name them. For sure. We need to name that where you where you roll under the rail and grab it and do like because it's like a Superman. It's like a backwards Superman. So maybe we'll call it an un-Superman. An un-Superman? <laughs> yeah. Well, like something in nature that pops out and then pops back in. The gopher? The quick boner? <laughs> the groundhog? <laughs> the groundhog's pretty cool. <laughs> the groundhog, groundhog's pretty cool. I'm going to groundhog under this rail. Yeah, I'm going to groundhog this shit. This was so funny. What's the story behind this, Todd? Um... I I was I'm a producer for television, and I was just wondering, like, would you guys want to do anything for camera? And yeah, I'd, I'd be down for doing something if you fucking pay me. I'm not gonna do something for free, for your stupid like commercial. Yeah. Like, no thanks. <laughs> they got they got some skateboarders. Yeah, like to think about. Being like, yeah, yeah, I'll go film something with you, and then meeting up with some lame producer people that are gonna, like, film you do something and then put it in a really cheesy edit and, you, and you're and you young, maybe, and you think that it's, like, you're gonna start a career at this and it's, like, a big break. Like, that's a depressing thought. <laughs> so I would I would only do something like that if, if I was making some money. I would never, like, yeah! I'll go film with your your stupid production company. Ugh. I'll go do some hot shit like that. Oh god. What do you what do you call that, that movie? That's a hard idea. That you go upside down. The upside down. That's a hard move. Think about like you upside down and it goes back in the building. Like how how the way you think of the buildings throughout a video sometimes in Vancouver changes. Oh, and I, that's a brilliant honest moment that self-consciousness that you feel when you first get to a spot. Oh, yeah. This was a neat spot. Oh, this, it this was. is where the guy... Oh. The same guy. The same guy comes down the stairs. Or he looks like the same guy. I don't know if he's actually the same guy. That's those moments. That transition was worked out really good. <laughs> yeah. I want to do more of those in the future where in the middle of the line it transitions. Yeah, they're really brilliant. It just makes it flow so well. I might, at the end of this recording, I might have to put uh, Trevor's uh, comments about this video after you watch oh, it. Definitely. That guy! You can see the guy coming down the stairs in the white okay, shirt. So, yeah. Okay, There's so. A bag in his left hand. Yeah. You can see him right, right there. Yeah. <laughs> the background. There's probably just like 50 guys that look like that that work in a building up those stairs. So, guys that look exactly like that are just constantly coming down those stairs. It's like a video game, yeah. It's like, we'll just, every five minutes, we'll have that guy come down those stairs. <laughs> I love, uh, I love, like, years down the road, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember when the Canada Post boxes looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love stuff like that about videos over time. There's so many little things that you don't notice that are going to age. Oh, man, it's already happening so much. Like, a lot of the spots are just not... Or they're gone. Or they're totally uh, different. I don't think... Can you see that? Do you know the sample that I put in the background there? Um, the 
model falling down on the runway, and then the news anchor, and then I used the quote for it later. Oh, I never noticed that. I know the quote that you're talking about, about the, the girl falling down. I didn't know that you showed it there. Yeah, it did show up, but I, I just want, really wanted to put it there. That's amazing. I love I love that quote. When they're talking about the oh, her fall, there she fell down, and they're just laughing hysterically, <laughs> like someone falling down publicly is just like the most hilarious thing those guys could like imagine. <laughs> oh, this is where the video kicks up a notch. Yeah, I I really thought about the model <laughs> because I don't know. I feel like. Like, yeah. we're, just, we're just up for ridicule when we're out on our skates. Yeah. Not in a bad way at all. It's in a good way. Oh, yes. That you're a freak when you have skates on in the city. And, like, holding this, this like, big camera and filming weird stuff. <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this awesome. Spot from the first mushroom blazing at the end. This was the guy, the security guard was going to kick us out of this spot, and he said, okay, you get one one try. And this was the one try that we had at this spot. I know. Before, this we spot would have been so sick. Like, look at that thing. It was, it was a tough thing to choreograph, filming that. Yeah. Oh, this is one of my favorite parts of the video. Anything with ads, like ads with stupid girls where you copy their face, that's just brilliant. Well, and there was like, I want to be like the girl in the ad, probably. I yeah. don't know. I love the sample the of... video kicks up again. Yeah, of the, the fat lady, like, screaming that the girl's not Christian. <laughs> that sample's brilliant. I was so excited that you used that. Uh, yeah, there's something about the samples. You just put it to skating, and it has new meaning, and it gives you a feeling and an emotion. So I, I, I can't wait to pack more uh, quotes and samples in. You yeah. almost got hit here, right? Almost, yeah. <laughs> I got too into that line. My 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 cats are just like beating the shit out of each other right now. But can you hear that? Uh, you need to intervene. <laughs> no, I'll just let them have their fun. I'm incredibly self-conscious about this part, but I had to put it in. About your your skating in it? Oh yeah, you really didn't like this line. It was just skate, and then um, I'm happy I put it in. Even at the time, you were like, "Oh, that was really bad," but I thought it was really good. Why not just skate around? Yeah, because you're not supposed to just skate around, man. You're supposed to kill it. But maybe skating around is killing it. It was after that, and then at this spot, this is the point where people be like, must be like, okay. I think I've had enough. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. turn it off. Like, th maybe they were waiting for things to get better or, better or, like, change. But there's so many little things that I love about this video. Yep. There's a, I try to, like, add quotes in, and I love this transition. This is, for me, like, just watching it right now, I don't really watch the videos that much after they go up, but watching it right now, I'm proud of this video. I like it a lot. Yep. 
I really want. That part's really cool. That. Just that I would love to see a video like this done by other people. Yeah. Well, and plus, people that are better at skating. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's some stuff that we can do, but um, I don't know. Like, there's there's just, there's some people that you think about their skill level, and if they, if they were to make a video like this, what, what they would do, and the things that, um, like even their their accidents would probably be more uh, uh, elegant because they're just so good. Like if Broscow made a video like this where everything was first try and and the spots that he went to were really unconventional. Like what would he do? Like you know, it'd be, just be so interesting to watch. I'd love <laughs> to see that. I'd love to see that. Yeah. It's really hard. It is hard. Yep. But through that, like, so, such awesome things happen, like falling in the middle of lines and then getting up and keep keep going, like, you just don't see that. So it's like, oh, yeah. it's so different, it's so refreshing, like, it's, but yeah, I guess you're, you're conditioned by your years of skating that there's a right way and a wrong way, and you're conditioned that if you fall, you're supposed to stop and try it again. But what if you just kept going? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was genuine happiness at the end of that. Yeah. You, you got rewarded by it. I actually like this trick here. How it's derided two different ways down the inner part. Um, yeah, you had oh, genuine sweet. happiness because you decided to not stop after falling, and you get rewarded yep. if you do that. Yeah, like I had, a, like because I fell at the beginning, it like charged me. Like I had like a, a, a carefree kind of vibe, and the line like, I wouldn't have been able to do it like that if I hadn't have fell. Yeah, yeah. Like, it gave me, like, this, oh, this is just a big fucking joke and I'm having so much fun, and then, like, it allowed certain parts of me to be exposed because yep. of that. Because I what like, I had already fell, so I had got nothing to lose. Like, here we go. People's reactions <laughs> after they fall are always very interesting. I thought that was yeah. cool how it said danger and your foot went in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted Wacky Mode was going to be one video but there's so much interesting stuff that I just kept editing all of these takes that, that one you, we can reveal that you did that three times or something like that yeah that was one of the things I did a few times and then when I went back to do it like I couldn't do it the way that I did it the first time yeah and then I just really felt like I wanted to because it felt so cool the first time. And then looking looking at the clip that I did that's in the video, it's like, oh, it's not even that great. Like, it's weird that I spent so much, put so much energy into that one thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then the things that happen just, like, spontaneously are the highlights. <laughs> you know what we should have called this video, actually, instead of wacky mode? <laughs> what? Aw awkward mode. Awkward mode. Wacky mode, it's a good story how that, how the term wacky mode came about. We were talking about, like, the person who programmed uh, Google Maps, about how they, they programmed in a wacky mode, and they're like, if you ever fucking fire me, I'll put Google Maps on wacky mode, and I'll send everybody to really weird places. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Hello? Hello. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was that that was where that wacky mode came from. Yeah. So it's fitting, like, like this is like, if if we were skating like Google Maps had a wacky mode, then we're just we're going to just places that we don't intend to go. Yeah, we've gone in, we've gone insane. Yeah. Gone. We have uh, anybody who had any remaining interest in us putting out um, high quality in like skating <laughs> tricks. Um, like we got injected with a wacky virus. Yeah. It's just it's um, too much now. It's just fucking too much. I don't know what these guys are thinking. One video was okay. Two was pushing it. But it, it's and you're really grabbing for what's the term? Uh, reaching, reaching. Reaching for straws now. <laughs> you know what I just thought about? Okay. What? It's almost like when Cirque du Soleil came out, it's almost like people kind of had a similar reaction to this. Like, at that time, it was like, that was a weird video. Cirque du Soleil? Almost! Like, if you look back, it was like, it it was really unconventional. Well, maybe not Cirque du Soleil, but, like, Better Than Baseball or Mushroom Blading 1. It almost seems like, at that time, like, it was as weird as this video is. But, I don't think so, because but, they were still, like, in terms of, like, film language, um, they were put together in a way that you could digest it easier. <laughs> they weren't very challenging. But I think at the time, they were. Like, so? in rollerblading terms, I think at the time, they were just really out there, and people had a reaction like, okay, this is just, like bizarre, this is just too much, I feel like, but now, like, those same people, like, looking back at those videos, they're like, oh, these are, these are good, but this, this wacky mode shit is terrible. Like, if you think about Mushroom Blading 1, it seems like now people m maybe accept that as being, like, legitimate or, or, like, I don't know, but, but this is, like, way too much, and I think, like, in another 10 years, there'll be, like, there'll be people watching our new videos, like, okay, they've just gone way too far, but they'll look back on this, and they'll be like, oh, well, if they just went back and they did what they were doing in, in wacky mode, what, like, really? maybe, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I have no idea. This was like, making a video in this style was so far outside of my comfort zone, but it felt, it felt really good. Yeah. And I really enjoyed editing it and skating for it. And uh, it's a really good reflection of uh, where where we're at always. Or yeah. where I'm at or where you're at. The videos always kind of reflect something about what's going on in, in your life at the time. And exactly. In a way that's really difficult to explain. But um, so I don't know. Maybe it will. I can't imagine that. Uh, well, I definitely think that, that how people perceive this video and every video that's that's made in 2012, it's going to be viewed totally different in, like, 10 years. Like, totally different. Like, people are more conditioned than ever. Like, people are more, like, um, yeah, conditioned to perceive things a certain way. Um... Like, it's kind of like, 
there's so much cultural reference going on and there's so much things that are like because of the time that that we're we're in they think of certain thing like even the way people just the way people look at the activity of rollerblading is so conditioned by the year 2012 and the whole culture and what's going on and the whole like skateboarding and rollerblading rivalry and all that is going to go away eventually and all like everything is going to change so much that the the way that people view these videos is just going to change so dramatically i always think that this video is a really good representation of uh was that lady nodding her head cuz you were filming her i don't i don't know um, i don't maybe Yeah. That, um, it shows, I don't know, there's sometimes certain points in videos where I watch, I see, uh, human beings and cars and things like that, and, and it looks like, uh, having skates on is like, you're, you're, uh, you're like a superhuman being with a special power. You are. You really are. Even if you're just skating around. Yep. This is the end of the video. Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. And that was another thing. Um, there was no shots of us with our skates off in the video, so I thought keeping this really long of me lacing, unlacing my skates kind of fit with what I was talking about. And I yeah. really like the way the music hits with the logo and the cityscape. Yeah, perfect. Um, it's a nice, nice shot of the city. Yeah, because uh, like part two is like more developed because we we had gone through all this and we were like more familiar with the concept of what we were actually doing. Yeah. So it's it, a lot different. It's actually more like it's more focused because we kn we're we're really it's yeah we were in tune with wacky mode like we were really wacky. Freestyle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I can't give anything away, but there's some shit that I love in part two. Oh my god. Up. I'm so excited to see part two. <laughs> I just gotta pee here. <laughs> so, how was your experience with your first commentary? Good. It's a good way to do it, because um, it's really, it's like you're constantly, did you go pee? Oh, okay. Um, 
yeah, like watching something like that, it, it just provokes so much thought that it's so easy to just think of things to say. <laughs> like, it's a no-brainer. It almost goes too quick. Yeah, that video goes by really quick. I can't believe that was 40, what was it, 40 minutes? Yeah. That's crazy. I think one thing that um, people, people like, <laughs> oh, this is a good story. Remember, uh, I was done Mushroom Blading Volume 3 and 4? Yeah. Me and you drank coffee and sat with my sister and watched Mushroom Blading Volume 3, which is not even oh. close to something that's like, or that was really awkward. I felt so awkward. It was good though. Yeah, it was a really good experience to be, because, because she was um, there. It was like it. It's almost like when when certain people are watching it with you. It almost because you naturally just think about the way that they're seeing it. Yeah, it's and so very it, important it, to, to watch um, your videos or whatever you make or present whatever you make an audience it's excruciating and i hate it i avoid yeah. it as much as possible but it's necessary to go through yeah i totally avoid it like whenever you send me little edits like carly always wants to watch them and i always i'll make her watch it by herself with headphones and then i'll watch it but i don't want to watch it with her because it's just too it's just too much i just don't want to i don't want to do that i think um a big thing what i was going to get to with Mushroom Blading Volume 3, and maybe, no, 4 is a little bit more entertaining, but with this video, um, one thing about about making videos and editing is the more you change textures and the more shots and styles of lens, like zoom and like wide shots and, and close-ups and all that stuff, the more you use that stuff, the more it drives the film forward. And um, the last part of that video, like, there's just tons of fisheye in that video because that's just kind of how we decided to do it. Yeah. And I think it might get slower for people that don't skate because it's all fisheye. Yeah. Um, but if you're sucked into the world, then you might enjoy being stuck in the fishbowl for a certain amount of time. That's just a comment that I wanted to make. Yeah. It's interesting. It's just, it's impossible to, to see it the way other people are going to see it. It's impossible. Oh. That's what's so fucked up. There's no way. There's no way. It'd be awesome, like, in the future, I hope there's a technology that could make you forget your past for, like, a limited amount of time. Like, if there was a pill you could take that made you forget all your memories. But, but you could still function, like, in the present moment, but you would have no... You wouldn't even have an idea of who you are or where you come from, but you would have a lot, like all the cognitive ability. I guess it's impossible. Be well, maybe not. I don't know. But how awesome would that be? You pop a pill and you forget the making of the video. You forget who that you are that person. You forget everything, and then you watch it. Then you get like a clear perspective on what it is. Yeah. Well, I guess not a clear perspective, but like just a totally different perspective. God, I, I think you just explained a great exercise to the listeners that they can do. They can pretend that they've done that and um, maybe reflect and write down some ways that they would experience themselves outside of themselves. It's a good idea. 
but I, I think it would be more effective if there was a pill and they wouldn't have to pretend they could actually see it from think, another um, person. That's why people like to, people often, uh, actually they over-identify with drugs because that, that, um, that drugs do that. Yeah, drugs are a great way to see things from a different perspective. Because didn't they prove that, that there was a study, who knows, I don't like referencing things, but I read this thing on the internet What's... about uh, drugs. Shit. And it said it just cuts off certain parts of your brain, so there's like certain sensory input or it, it just blocks certain parts and enhances other parts. Yeah. But you can get into into really intense states without drugs, but it's hard to like know how to get into them because it yeah drugs do that. They kind of yeah. like erase your memory for short periods of time and put you in the moment and make you experiencing experience something in a much different way. Yeah, nothing does it like drugs. <laughs> like there's things that are similar that are like. We've all had interesting experiences with like different activities, even skating, where it's almost it it does put you in a different skate, like in a different state, like skating does that. But still, like nothing is at as immediate and as intense as chemicals that you can put into your body, like because all your experiences are chemicals. Everything oh, yeah. at everything that you see and feel, it's all chemicals going on in your brain. So when you th just throw in a crazy chemical into your brain, it just changes things in such a dramatic way that n like n nothing else can do it in such a dramatic, real way. Caffeine. Yeah. Ca fucking, I love caffeine. I've been just drinking so much coffee lately, it's ridiculous. My life lately has just been like, just go, go, go. Drink coffee, drink beer, do work like long days, sleep, and then just do it over again. Like it's crazy. Oh. I'm just gonna. It's gonna hit me. I don't know. It does. But hey, it's 2012. We just gotta push, push hard. You like technology? Even technology is the same as as these drugs. Technology like, is a drug. Like yeah, like like. The, the stimulation and the visuals that you can put in your brain with technology and connecting with people that, like, you're not even here. And I'm talking to you. I'm talking. There's nobody in my house. I'm all by myself. If but we I just pulled up a video that wasn't actually, there was no physical video. And synced yeah. at the same time and talked over it. We watched it. We experienced a visual at the same time. And we're recording it, and people are going to listen to our conversation about it, like, all over the world. It's so fucked up, man. It's a, it was a video that we filmed. <laughs> that we filmed. We, we relived memories. Like, back in the day, like, old friends would call each other, like, Oh, remember this? Remember when, when I caught that fish at that lake? Oh, that was amazing. That fish was so big. And now... I call an old friend, and we can relive all these memories, like, for real. We can look at them. We can look at ourselves actually doing them and talk about them and then share that conversation with everybody. 
we are reflecting on them in real time in in cyberspace through a digital network. Oh my god. <laughs> it is so crazy. It's so crazy. 2012. It's I it's already happened, really. Like yeah. the singularity, the singularity is here. And yeah. if it's going to get crazier than this, like holy shit. Like what's oh, no. what is it going to be? What what technology is going to bring this just over the top? It's going to be so fucking crazy. It's going to be like I'm going to enter your brain and I'm going to experience the world through your eyes. It's going to be like so it's going to be it's going to be like that. It's going to be something that to suggest right now would would be like totally silly. Yeah. And I I can't actually say what it would be. This is one thing that I just want to say again that I may have said uh, on a previous podcast, but oh, okay, buddy, fuck whatever was a VHS, right? Yep. Really? 2003? Yeah, because in that video you go, 2003, and um, we finished that video around April, and we premiered it in uh, Calgary when it was like spring, it was like still cold, yep. but getting nicer out, and um, around that time, I think maybe the Words DVD and VG20 were like the first, but Words and VG20 came out on VHS first. And they they released DVDs after, so that was probably around like 2004 or something. I was like, we were still watching VHSs in like 2003 and four and five. There weren't like DVDs didn't even become a thing. And like the idea of uploading like a whole video, okay, buddy, and just sharing it online at that point was ridiculous. Yeah, it was people just did not do that, and that was that only that long ago. Yeah, what nine years ago, eight that's years not ago. That long ago that's nothing. That's the, that's a blink of the eye. And HD didn't exist. HD video didn't even exist. I didn't even start text messaging until two thousand. Yeah, everything's changing so fast. It's like, and and it's funny because people, well, I can't generalize, but I just generally kind of assume that, okay, this this is reality now, and it's always going to be like this. It's easy, to, it's easy to forget, like, oh, wait a minute, it's going to continue to change, and it's going to continue to change even faster than it's changed in the past. So, like, what... What is it gonna be like? It, I don't know. We we can't even. It's like when DVDs came out, it was like holy shit. Here's this this new technology. You you almost couldn't even fathom that. 
oh, DVDs are going to be obsolete and we're just going to upload everything onto this, this service that everyone can access. Yeah, this is what I don't understand is if that was such a big jump and it's going to change again, do we take the, the screen, like having a, like a screen right out of the equation and we just project, we have, we have access to every video all the time constantly updating and we're just going to be able to project it into open space that seems like where it's going next I don't know Proje project project visuals into open space with no screen right so it wouldn't be a screen it would be but like you could probably project it against the wall but there might be technology where you just like everyone's sitting on a couch and it's just like a floating whoa it does, doesn't it seem like a screen, the idea of a screen, is really archaic yeah, at this point? Yeah, super old school. It's like, oh, a it's flat a surface. Hard, hard drive. Like, actual, like, uh, the idea of, like, a phone and an iPad and hard drives and all that stuff. Holy shit. All that stuff should be taken away and simplified. Well, <laughs> really, like, the next step is to just... Im, like implant it in your mind. That uh, point was really interesting. That we are, uh, we do have telekinesis. Yeah. That, that just our phones are an extension of being um, being able to send messages with our mind to each other. Yeah. It's just an extension of that. Yeah, it's fucking magic. <laughs> we just like we messaging is magic. It is, yeah. And and even this, like. I'm talking to you like it is fucking magic. Like we are wizards. Like, and it's a re it's a really interesting thought to think that the technology that allows us to do that is totally natural. Like we're using nature to do this. Oh yeah. Like uh, we're yeah. manipulating nature. That's like these cool these. Technology these... is nature. Yeah. And nature is technology. Yeah. Nature. Nature produced. Nature produced this technology. Yeah. Like, it was here all along. It was just a matter of connecting the right materials to each other to make it happen. Like, it was a capability of the Earth all along. It just took us to, like, figure it out. But it is natural. Like, the yeah. Earth and the universe has this technology embedded into it. And it took us so long to figure it out, but, like, what else does it have embedded into it? It's like what other what other puzzle pieces can we put together to make our like the things that we imagine come true like what are the limitations like all this stuff just came out of what we imagine Yeah that Jason Silva Holy that oh, Jason yeah. was that amazing was really, hey really difficult for me to concentrate for the rest of the day after I heard that like Yeah Yeah, we literally... And, and, and there's something about, uh, you said 2012, feels really crazy. There's something about lots of dots being connected for me. Um, I, I don't think of myself as... With that idea, I don't think of myself as separate from things. I think of it all as, like, one thing. Yeah. And then it's super overwhelming now because all this possibility was in front of my face to, like, do these podcasts and 
Yeah. It's like, yeah. But you have free time. What do you want to do with it? Because, like, if you were to die tomorrow, there's so much amazing shit that you can do with your free time today. Yeah. When you do have it. I mean, yeah. With my free time, I have lots of stuff that I have to work on outside of work. And I like to work on my health, but, like, constantly uh, creating stuff and consuming less stuff. Yeah. It is pretty overwhelming. Like today was one of the first days in a really long time that I I really I didn't have anything that I had to do or that I was like super super compelled to do. Yeah. Like for the last probably the last month and a half, like I've obviously I've been working a lot and really obsessed with redoing the mushroom blading site, so like every all my free time was like spoken for. Like I would work all day, come home, do some work on the mushroom blading site, and then on weekends do do work on the mushroom blading site. So like ev- it's like every moment was like um, I knew what I was doing. I really didn't have like a free moment in in a month and a half, literally. And then today was the first day where I there wasn't anything that I had to do. But it was really hard for me not to do anything because I was like, there's so much that I can do. And I've worked so hard to make this this vehicle that, that basically enables us to make things to put into it. That it was like, okay, what, what can I do? And I'm like throwing around a whole bunch of ideas. I'm like messaging different people. And then, then at the same time, I'm like, okay, I should just like relax. I should just like not do anything because that would be healthy for me. Yeah. But, oh, definitely. That is Yeah, but um, it, but it's like, I, but I feel such a strong urge to do it. Like, it's yeah, it's crazy. This because the site turned out amazing. Obviously, I've told you a bunch of times how great the site is. Fuck, it's I just like looking at it. I just like checking it, even if there's nothing new on it. <laughs> Well, originally when I first, when I made, when I made it, um, it was totally focused on the videos that we made. And then, and then through that, all these other things started to happen. Like, like there were articles and that, that you wrote and that other people contributed, um, and interview, like you took the initiative to, to do interviews with different people and, uh. And then the podcast started to happen. And then for a long time, I started to feel like, okay, there's all these other possibilities, all these other things that are happening that, uh, that the current website um, can't, like, I didn't want to just add all this stuff to the, to the other website because the other website was designed, like, very much just, like, to focus on the videos. And I had actually, I had done mock-ups of like how I would like keep the current site and add all this stuff to it, but it just didn't feel right to me. Yeah. Um, so I just, um, so I just had to, 
make it and 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 make make more of like a more of like a like a like a news site that was that could cater to all these different types of media and like the podcast I have so much faith in it and 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 then like I did one with Sean C and did one with Haffy and we were sitting on that Latimer interview and it all hit me like all at once and it was like holy shit like I can't just release these things on the current site like I have to make a new site because the content was just so awesome that it became like an obsession like I had to to make a new site to for for all this new exciting content and then I just became obsessed with it like I just had to do it I wish I could have had a new volume of Mushroom Blading for it, but um, your obsession turned out amazing. And we got Paul Crick. Yeah, and that! That was a huge, a huge eye-opener and a huge, like, even, even when I, like, when I started designing the site and, and I, and I put the, I made the Paul Crick article and the Paul Crick, like, banner became, like, a part of the homepage and everything, like, I remember that, that moment when I looked at that visual, like, Paul Crick and then the mushroom blading, it totally, like, changed the way I looked at what mushroom blading could be. Yeah. Like, um, it was like, wait a minute, like, it doesn't need to be just roll blading stuff, like, like, see, like, it can be all these different types of things can fit into this thing. Yeah. Like. And, uh, I mean, even in the Paul Crick, his, his answer about why are rollerblades so polarizing is better than any rollerblader could have ever answered it. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I, I don't like saying better, but it actually, it really made me appreciate, uh, being, like, comfortable on skates and knowing how to skate around. Because if anyone hasn't read his answer for that question, it's super inspiring. Yeah. He broke it down, like, in a way that I had never thought of myself. And I write shit down all the time about skating. Yeah. I never thought of it the way that he... He pretty much, like... You don't even have to watch any documentaries on rollerblading or find out any information. Just read that answer. That's all you need to know, really. Yeah. That outside perspective is just so much it's the it's so much more pure than our perspective like we we can never rollbladers can never see it from that perspective no we're 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 stuck in the in the tunnel like we're a part of it we cannot see it from from a separate angle like it's impossible so we really need to start listening to that outside perspective and as a culture like it seems like we've been conditioned to to, to uh, dis disregard that perspective. It's like, oh, they don't know anything. They're not, a, they're not a rollblader. Like, you know, like. But it's he proved it. Like it's it's such a pure perspective. Yeah, and um, I I really want for one of us. I think you would do a better interview, but to get Arlo on. Oh yeah. There's so much, there's so much to talk about at this specific point in time oh my god um, for for putting skates on your feet that I want to hear what he has to say yeah because it's got like it's gotta be net, like that's one thing that is just tearing me apart with not having enough time there's a lot of people that I want to talk to at this point in time because I feel like 
This definitely is a turning point. Like, definitely people are going to look back at this point as it's like the end of something. I don't think it's the end of the... Hopefully it's not the end of the world, but it's the end of a of a paradigm, some, some kind of era that we've been living that we can't even identify at this point. But I, I really want Arlo. Yeah, I want Arlo. I want to talk Arlo. to Arlo. Really bad. You're not listening. Arlo, come on. Yeah. I tried messaging him once. Oh, um, shit. And uh, if anybody wants to suggest someone <laughs> who they would like to see in a podcast, go to the forum at mushroomblading.com and I am entertaining all ideas. <laughs> uh, can we reveal who might be coming on? Yeah, we might be getting... We're trying to get Andy Walton Oh, I'd love to talk to her. Um, I'm also going to be getting um, Mike Powell. Oh, shit. K2 fame. Uh, who has, I don't even know, he's had so many amazing, uh, probably stories and insights from, I can't even, I, I don't know how long he was the team manager for K2, but um, he's an awesome dude. So he is. I want to get him on a podcast. Oh, shit. Um, which I'm really excited about. That was so exciting. That was like one of the first aha moments when when he um, wrote the summary of the Chris Haffey interview. Yeah. It was like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. Like, a contributor has added such, like, that's so amazing that he that he wrote that summary. Like, just giving users the capability to add their, to communicate with everybody else. It just adds such a huge element to the site. Like, yeah, yeah, it was just like, yes, like Kato just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that, the comment, the fact that there's just comments there as well. Um, We need to get like a mushroom blitting intern who can just like sit and listen to podcasts and then like edit everything that we talk about. There'll be like show notes where they, <laughs> they like type up a thing with all the links. Like they go back into the archives and listen to like every single episode <laughs> and link, link to hot link to things. That'd be amazing. Every podcast will have a summary <laughs> with notes that you can, like everything that you click on has a bunch of other things that you can click on. Holy shit. Man, now, that... Do you, do you have that, the, the Trevor, the Trevor sample? Yeah, I've got it somewhere. I should add it to this podcast. Are you just going to add it? Um, I don't know. I could, uh... Are you allowed to play it? Yeah, I think so. I could splice it in, like, right after we 
finish the video or like during the video and then cut back to us or I don't know something Cool. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. So, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to hit us up and let us know if you want to hear another commentary that was something that you're interested in. Actually, no, that's so lame when people say that. Should we say things like that? Yeah, yeah, if people want to listen to a commentary of a certain video, yeah, like... Yeah. Like, uh, put a post on the message board or, or whatever, okay. or message us. Maybe we'll do a poll or something. Yeah. Because we'll different... It's interesting how, like, different videos would bring out a totally different commentary. And there's a lot. We could yeah. do a commentary for... How many videos are there? A lot. A lot. Ten? Eleven? Like... If you if you include the edits and stuff, that was one of the things that blew me away when I was doing the site. There's like over fifty videos, like edits there's and a, videos. There's a bunch that aren't up too. I yeah, think they're too painful to put up, but I want to put them up. And there's a lot that are up that um, they were put up on YouTube and then YouTube like took off the song, oh. so I don't include them on the site. Like uh, the pop contest. The original pop contest promo edit. What is that on there? I th no, I think it's on YouTube, oh, but yeah, I they, gotta get that. Yeah, they took off the song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. And there's the bat. You gotta put up the battle my crew edits. I know those are ones that are just they're so painful, but that's why they need to go up. Yeah. There's a today and one of them too. Yeah, my cunt. That'd be sweet. That would be really funny. Um, a lot of stories would come out. It'd be amazing to get Dana in on that one. Yeah, for sure. But doesn't he have, like, the best section? Yeah, he's got the, the highlight section. <laughs> oh, shit. He did that gap at Riverside. I know. And he did it, like, really casually. Did he try in One Idiot, too? Uh... I don't think... Did he? I don't think so. There's little gaps in people's towns, hey, that, that it's a spot that you skate at all the time, and then it, it's like, uh, do you think that's possible? And then someone does it, and it just changes everything. Yeah. That was such a big gap. Yeah. Yeah, did he do, like, a really nice safety grab? Yeah, he... It, uh, he did it really casually. Like, he made it look not that big. I think, um... Yeah. I always thought about with Dana skating. Yeah. That, like, I just didn't understand. I remember one time in, like, 2001 or two, being really stoned at Mason's apartment, and Mason was the first person who pointed out, he was like, okay, when you watch Latimer section, don't watch his feet, just watch what he does with his head and his shoulders. And my <laughs> mind was blown. I could not believe if you just watch Latimer's, like, head, what he does with his head, 
Pro- like probably Mason would Mason was brilliant at like pointing out little nuances like that. Oh yeah. Like little nuances he like did. he would he would bring like new appreciation to people's skating by like okay, focus on this part of them, their movements like yeah. Marcus Bendeveris. Whoa. Movements or whatever. Jesus. Wasn't Mason a big fan of like the way uh is that his name? Marcus Yeah, he's on Shadow. Really squash style. Yeah. Mason was a huge fan of the way he moved his arms and hands or something like that. Yeah. Made arm waving and stuff like that isn't stylish normally, but he was good with it or, I don't know. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, on that note, should we end this shit? Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Joey. For hanging out on this Saturday night. Yeah, fun times. Yeah, and um, lots of exciting stuff to come. Yeah, and I should thank uh, Nicholas Swan, who donated $10 to to, uh, the next video. So we we can uh, we can do something really cool with that 10 bucks. And, and film stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, eventually, I don't know if we'll get a Kickstarter for the video that we want to do, but we'll figure out something. Yeah, we should. For, for um, Because the video that we want to make, uh, we need to raise the money for it, and um, yep. I feel like the people who we're going to make it with, I want to see that video. Yep. So, yeah, for sure. And we have to we'll try to we'll have to come up with some kind of incentive for people to help out um something like um something that they get out of it. Whether uh, yeah. whether it's uh a shirt or or a shout out or uh, something, we'll have to think about that. Face wheels. <laughs> yeah, some face wheels. Yeah. Okay, Todd. All right, that was fun, Joey. I'll uh, talk to you soon and have a lovely Saturday night. Yeah, you too. We'll be in touch. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.